It's the number one podcast for cleaning business owners. Candid Cleaning Conversations. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Right now, today, I have a very, very special interview, okay? A lot of you guys have been asking questions about taxes. I know it's tax season um, and about bookkeeping. So right now, I actually, actually have a double threat because this young lady... She actually does both. She does taxes and bookkeeping, okay? So y'all might want to pay attention to this interview so you can stop bugging me about all this extra stuff. I'm not a tax preparer. I don't know. I'm not a bookkeeper. I don't know. I don't answer those questions, okay? So I had to bring a professional on here to help you guys out, okay? So it's Miss Michelle Bryant. Hello. I actually know Michelle from like long time ago. I don't know how long it's been. I think when I first met you, I was like on child number two, baby number two. (laughs) So it's been a while. It's been a while. And uh, Miss Michelle Bryant, she actually does my bookkeeping and she does my taxes as well, you guys. So, hey, I'm letting you guys into my world, giving y'all my, you know, so um, we're going to start this thing off, man. We're just letting, letting us know who you are and tell the people what you do. The floor is yours. All right. Well, thank you. i like to appreciate you, Katrina, mm-hmm. for having me. And I, I call you Trina, okay? <laughs> <laughs> for having me on your podcast. Thank you for giving me um, the opportunity to... Um, you know, speak with your audience about something that's really, really important. Um, my name is Michelle Bryant. I'm owner of Bryant's Tax Logistics and Accounting Services, LLC. Got to put that on there. <laughs> and what I do is I have a tax preparation company. I'm an ERO. Um, I also do bookkeeping. I do payroll. I do payroll taxes, payroll deposits. Um, I do everything you need to keep your, your company rolling. In addition to that, I also deal with a lot of, uh, I have a logistics piece where I deal with a lot of truckers and CDL drivers as well. In addition to all of that, I am a civil engineer. So <laughs> anything dealing with math, <laughs> and everybody tend to forget that I went to school for engineering because it's like, I went, it took me a while to finish, but I finished. And I'm, I'm just doing everything I can do you know, to help people. I haven't given up on taxes and bookkeeping because that's something that I love doing along with dealing with truckers. So I love doing that. And I see that there's a big need for that nowadays because not everybody knows what they're doing when it comes to that. And then the the clients get a a letter in the mail saying that you owe so many thousands of dollars. So that's all about me. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, damn, I said double threat. You are actually more than a double threat you do a <laughs> lot of different things girl that's that's yes. that's good that's good you got a lot of um a lot of things under your belt to be grateful about okay yes. so the first question that came into my inbox was what happens if a business owner does not pay their quarterly taxes okay well what happens is one you'll pay way more when you go to prepare your taxes what it is that quarterly taxes is breaks everything down quarterly of what you will owe to the IRS. So say, for example, last year, your tax liability was like $10,000. Okay. Or even let's make it even $4,000. So if you had to pay quarterly taxes throughout the year, every quarter, you would have paid $1,000 each quarter so that when you did your taxes, you wouldn't have to owe anything by April 15th. Now, a lot of people don't pay the quarterly taxes. But if you notice on your tax return, 
If you don't pay your quarterly taxes, you are charged a penalty. The highest penalty I've seen have been $500 on top of what you already owe to the IRS, or it will come from your refund. Wow. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. Well, I hope that uh, answers some of you guys' questions. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that answers, that sums that up. Um, the next question is, do you actually need a bookkeeper when you are first starting out in your business? It's, yes. And it's best and recommend to get a um, bookkeeper when you first start out because if you do it later on, you're going to pay way more money trying to get everything caught up. All the receipts will be all over the place and it'd be harder to get everything in line at that time. So now say, for example, with SBA loans and PPP. OK, they are going to want profit and loss statement or if you're trying to get a mortgage, they don't want a profit and loss statement and a balance sheet. OK, all that comes from your bookkeeper. OK, mm -hmm. so it's very important to start off in the beginning, having a bookkeeper, getting all your expenses in there, your income in there, and then just, you know, keep it up as you go along, because you will need those documents. And according to the IRS, if you have a small business, it doesn't matter how small you are. You have to keep proper accounting records. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. That was excellent. Excellent. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the next question that came into us was, what are some tips uh, that you can give business owners for bookkeeping? One tip for book bookkeeping and one tip for taxes that you can, you can give us. Okay. One tip for bookkeeping is look at your reports. All right. I can't stress that enough. Look at your reports because you want to know where you are in your business at all time. You want to know how much you're spending on this, how much you're spending on that, how much you're spending on, you know, sometimes even I do that. Sometimes I spend too much on a certain item and I don't realize it because I'm looking at my account. The money is in my account, but I could have more money in there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or at the end of the year, I'm like, well, where all my money went? I don't spend it all on something that I could have, you know, could have cut in half. So you right. want to look at your numbers at all times to make sure that you are making a profit. You want to make sure that you are um, spending 20% on this item, 30% on that item. And at the end of the year, you want to do a forecast. Forecast is when you go through your profit and loss statement, look at all your expenses, and then you plan for that for the following year. So you know how much you need to make per month to be able to cover your expenses and to have a, a profit so that you can be able to live on. Awesome. Awesome. Great, great, great. She is dropping some nuggets for you guys. I hope <laughs> y'all are picking up these jewels that she is dropping. Okay. All right. And so, so your second question, I forgot the part two. For oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The part two. Yeah. The part two for taxes. You want to make sure that when you get ready to prepare your taxes, you have all of your documents. You want to let the tax preparer know for one that whether you buying the house or making a big purchase, because we all have a lot of expenses when we have a business, but too many expenses is not good. And that can prevent you from owning a home that can prevent you from moving forward in whatever you want to do in your life, you know, because you don't have enough in profit. So you want to let, let your tax preparer know and also, you want to write down if you're buying um, like uh, something to mop the floors, you know, what, what y'all use to, to clean the floor, that thing that's expensive, you know, um, machines, all different types of machines. Yeah, and stuff. rubber machine. Yeah. Yeah. All that is deductible. 
it's, it's, it can be depreciated over a certain amount of years. So you have a deduction per year for a certain amount of years for that item. And with this year and last year with the bonus depreciation, if you purchase something for $20,000, well, you're going to get that $20,000 written off. That's the benefit that we have as business owners. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's what I, I love to preach it, honey, because I like to that's be on right. this side right here with all the tax benefits, okay? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, so my next question is, uh, what's the difference between a bookkeeper and a CPA? Okay, CPA, the difference is they go, they went to school. A lot of CPAs have a, a bachelor or even a master's in accounting, okay? And then after that, they have to take additional courses to be certified. They have to pass a test and you get certified by the state, okay? So for example, where we are, okay, CPA has to be certified by the state. They have to keep up that certification every year. So they take certain classes every year to be able to, you know, keep your certification. They can do more things. They have a variety of things they can do with that CPA, okay. just like a tax attorney. Okay. You know, they have a variety of things they can do. Now, a bookkeeper, we don't have to go to any class. We can just take something online or we can we can take, there are classes out there that's probably a, a day long or a few hours long that you can take to learn how to do be a bookkeeper or we can learn it on our job. I learned it while I was working throughout the years, you can, mm -hmm. you know, be a bookkeeper. So you don't need a certification to be a bookkeeper, but QuickBooks does have um, a certification process to be a pro advisor. And that's when you take and attend classes. And that's what I do throughout the year. I, I love to stay up on my education because things are constantly changing. So there's no way I'm gonna be like, oh, I've been a bookkeeper or a tax. Same thing with taxes. I take classes. I've been doing taxes for 20 years. Okay, things are changing in 20 years. Mm -hmm. Now with the tax cut job and that just brought on a whole nother thing. And now with this COVID, that just brought on a whole nother thing. Okay. So you okay. want to make sure that you stay up on your education stuff. Not everybody do as a bookkeeper because you're not required. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So um, <laughs> let's talk tax write-offs. Okay. Yes. Um, what are some tax write-offs that business owners might not know that they can write off? Um, I heard that the um, the food expense is like the one that I like to write off a lot. Yeah. But I heard that you know they're they're buckling down on that. You know, with yeah. with, with small business owners. Yes. Um, so I just wanted you to elaborate a little bit more about the tax write-offs, so that you know educate us on what can we, we write off as okay. a cleaning business? Well, with cleaning business, I notice a lot of people don't write off the equipment. The equipment is the highest ticket item. They don't mm -hmm. write off the equipment because they don't know. You know, right. and I always have to ask people, I'm like, okay, now, as business owners, I ask them, like, okay, what did you purchase last year? What item did you pay for? What do you have on credit? You know, a lot of times, and the reason why I asked about the credit, because some things are on credit, okay? Right. When you have something on credit, you can deduct that interest. You can, if you have a business credit card, you can deduct the interest. If you leasing a vehicle, if you leasing a van or you leasing a car for your cleaning business, okay, instead of buying it straight out, just leasing it mm -hmm. for your cleaning business, you can write off every lease payment that you made, mm. okay? 
So mm-hmm. if you if you leasing a, a equipment for the floors or leasing equipment for whatever that you have to lease equipment for, you can write that off. If you got a business credit card, write off the interest. What if someone has a um, a home office? You know, they don't have an office like you know we have. Yeah. They have a home office. Before I had an office, I had a home office. Yes. So, um, being that let's say the rent is fifteen hundred dollars, can they write yes. that whole fifteen hundred dollars off? Yes. <laughs> it depends. It depends. You can do a standard home office deduction, which is like five dollars per uh, per square foot, but up to three hundred. So that's the fifteen hundred dollars that you can write off. But you also can write off um, the actual. And it'll be a percentage based on the, the total square footage of the home uh, divided by the square footage of the area that you're using for your business. But it's oh. good to also have, you know, a home-based business or something that you can write off, um, have a business at home so that you can write off some of that electric bill, that mortgage and rent, some of that water bill, some of that, that uh, phone or Wi-Fi or whatever. You can write a percentage of that off because of, you got a home-based business as well. Oh, oh, girl, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so you run off two times. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So that's see, that's the advantage. That's what I, I love about being a business owner. Like yes. we got a lot of tax advantages that you yes. know, don't understand, you know, you gotta take advantage of them though. That's and, right. Um, follow, follow, follow the IRS rules. Okay? <laughs> um but um, what's the best way to track your mileage for this whole thing? That's been a huge question a lot of people ask. Yeah. Like, how do I go about tracking my, my mileage? Yeah, that's a good question. There are a lot of free apps out there that you can just put on your phone and mm-hmm. plug it in and plug your mileage in. But you have to be disciplined enough to put that information in. Okay. Now, there's also a way I do the old-fashioned way. I just write it down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> No way is wrong, but long as you have some kind of supporting um, document of the miles that you you drove that day or that week or whatnot, but you want to get a mileage program, which I I, I would recommend because it works pretty well. And there are a lot of free mileage um, programs um, that you can put on your phone, apps that you can put on your phone that will allow you to keep up with your mileage for that year and be able to print it out, export it, you know, and save it on a flash drive or something like that. So you got to have these items for so many years just in case you get audited. So you want to be able to go back and retrieve that information if need be. Right, right, right. So you guys hear that, okay, just go ahead out there. It's all about really be doing your due, due diligence and yeah. going out there and just getting the app. And the most important thing is being disciplined because a lot of yeah. us, you know, I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I'm not perfect either, you know, but um. Um, I want to say this, that QuickBooks also um, does the tracking for your mileage yeah. as well. You know, that's yeah. why I love to use that software, you guys. Yeah. So QuickBooks, QuickBooks, QuickBooks. I'm, I'm always vouching for them. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, just like Michelle said, it's plenty of free apps out there. Get yeah. one. Keep up with your mileage because uh, mileage is a huge write-off. Yes, it is. The um, mileage in your car and uh, the upkeep of your car. All of that can be written yes. off. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I'm definitely writing mine off. Okay, <laughs> so the next one is what are one what are the common mistakes that you see business owners make doing bookkeeping and taxes? I need one for bookkeeping, one for taxes. 
common okay. mistakes that they always make. Okay. Well, with bookkeeping, they, <laughs> I have to say this. <laughs> you want to keep all business separate from your personal. Yes. All right. And that's a big one. And everybody makes that mistake. Now you can all commingling. <laughs> You can pay yourself and all that, but you want to run all your business expenses through your business account, all your personal expenses through your personal account. All right. So you want to keep that separate. And a lot of business owners won't do that. I mean, girl. <laughs> and I it's know. Easy. Yeah, it's easy to not, you know, to have your money sitting over there. So it's my money, so I can use it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, to, especially when I first started my business, I was like, it's my money. So, like, well, I can't. I mean, it's there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. But that's but, one common mistake that I see a lot of business owners make. Um, right. Another one with as uh, far as taxes is not filing it on time. <laughs> oh, because when you're not filing, when you're not filing your taxes on time, now we're talking about estimated tax. You get a penalty. Think about the penalty that you have to pay for not filing your taxes on time. You have to pay interest and penalty. Okay, that accrue monthly. Okay, so something can grow from three thousand to five thousand real quick, but you don't want to file on time because you dread having to pay. But go ahead and file on time, and then work out a payment plan. Okay, okay, so by what date, since we're talking about pay, um, file on time, by what date do they have to um, file? Like, what's the deadline date? That was actually my next question. Okay, your deadline for C corporations and for regular tax returns with a, um, a Schedule C is April 15th. And if you have an S corporation or a partnership, then it's March 15th. Okay, so mm -hmm. um, LLC is mm -hmm. in Schedule April. C. April 15th. Mm -hmm. okay. Schedule C is an LLC, correct? Yeah. Yeah. You can put LLC on the Schedule C. That's if you haven't incorporated. Okay. Okay. Just yeah. wanted to clarify yeah. so, for everybody. Yeah. Okay. So that'd be April 15th. A lot of people don't incorporate their LLC. So it'd be April 15th. Okay. Awesome. 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 Mm -hmm. I, I hope you guys are picking up <laughs> these jewels. I just hope so. Um, the next one would be. And while you're looking up there, I just want to say one little quick thing. Yeah, go ahead. It's good to put yourself on payroll. Because right now, okay, what we're going through is not common. All right. Mm -hmm. But from because of what we're going through, it's bringing out whole new rules, whole new ball games of getting loans and all kinds of stuff. So everybody familiar with it, SBA and the PPP loan. Right. A lot of people are not getting these PPP loans because they're not on payroll. You can't prove that you are being paid for your business if you're not on mm -hmm. payroll. You can't just send the bank withdrawals or transfers from one account to another. Okay, that so, wouldn't work as far as providing proof that you're on payroll. Because that's what's supposed to cover your payroll costs. Right, right. And there's no way to like backtrack and, and uh, put yourself on payroll after, you know, the whole year went by. You can't backtrack and pay yourself. Right, right. Right, you can't do it. Mm -mm. No, no, true yeah, that. We got the round two of PPP coming out. Well, mm -hmm. they just, you know, started. So I'm thinking, from my own personal opinion, that's going to be a new way of trying to get loans to help cover some of your costs. 
by, you know, submitting, going through the PPP loan approval process by submitting PASTA or showing people that you have people on your payroll or, or if you get paid, if you're 1099 employee, you still get paid. So if you're 1099 employee, getting a check, you're getting paid, hey, apply for it. Awesome. Awesome. That was great right there. Mm -hmm. um, so the last question that I had before we close out is, um, let's say a business owner lost some receipt. Can they mm -hmm. claim for expenses even though they lost receipts? Like, how does that work? Well, if <laughs> you can claim it, but if you get audited, it won't be a selfie. Mm. When you get, if you get audited, because you always want to have the mindset that, oh, I can be audited because that's what the IRS does. They audit people. So if you right. don't have that receipt that the proof that expense, then you're going to be, you're going to have to pay that expense back. It's not going to be counted at mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be counted. So you want to make sure you keep up with all your receipts. Keep right. Up with so them. let's say they have, um, they don't have a receipt. Let's say they just have like documentation in their uh, bank account and they want to pull their bank account. Can they use that or does it have to be a receipt? It'd be up to that auditor, but most likely no. <laughs> and, yeah. You guys hear that? That that was another biggie. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be up to the auditor to make that decision, but most times mm -mm, they want to see that receipt because you can use that money for anything. Right. You know, like right. you know, some of the, the bank statements or bank transactions have, oh, you pay for this and that under, you know, so maybe with that transaction code, you can go and call the company, retrieve a copy of the receipt. Mm -hmm. You know, but when you get if you should get audited. The auditors want to see that receipt. They don't want to see no bank. Well, they want to see a bank statement as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. They will do all the double, double cross check, due diligence, everything. Right, okay. right, right. But they so what? Oh, accept that as a receipt. Right. So um, what about the, you know, the paper receipts that you can write out that you get from mm -hmm. Staples? Like, what if you got one of those? It's up to the auditor. I had one young lady that um I spoke to and she had a paper receipt um that uh was written out for paying the lease of her office, her office space. I think it was like eleven, no, it was more than that, it was like fifteen, between fifteen and twenty thousand is what she right. paid out. Okay. Right. And the person who owned that office signed off on it for her. Well, yeah. she was told by the auditor that it was unacceptable whoa yeah and 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 from speaking with her maybe she got a little mean with that auditor and the auditor like oh i'm not accepting that you know if you should get audited, you want to be nice <laughs> oh my god i'm not even gonna lie that's how i'm paying my um my office bill i he gave me the right the written receipt girl yeah so, so what what i need to tell him what i what i need to well tell well you have your um your lease agreement so you yes. can use the lease agreement with the written receipts, um, but it's you know it's just up to that auditor. And I think that she probably got out of the way with that auditor, and and that auditor say, oh no, I'm not accepting it, or yeah. something happened in between that time for that auditor not to accept that. Receipt. Yeah, to get that nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, the auditor probably um, asked her for the receipts up front, and she couldn't produce it up front, and then went and told the person to write it out for them. So that's probably how they probably took it or whatnot. Mm. But yeah. And you wow. want to make sure you have all your ducks in a row and stuff. Get a file cabinet 
and put in your your if you got a home office even if you i always recommend have two i'll have something at your house and have something you know have your office get mm -hmm. a file cabinet put it home somewhere and have a lock cabinet where you can put your receipts in and lock it up or get one of these little um boxes from office depot that have it separated a separator in there and right take it with you put in your car when you get when you purchase something for your business drop it right in there you know to keep up with and then sort it you know sort through it later on yeah yeah awesome awesome well i appreciate you for coming on the podcast and dropping so many nuggets for my audience okay please 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 let them know where they can find you at she also has a youtube channel you guys that that's like amazing <clears throat> so i need everybody to go and subscribe to her channel today okay not tomorrow but today okay <laughs> so that you can get some more of these jewels okay um but tell the people where they can find you at your know, Facebook, Instagram, your your um, website. Let us know, please. All the good stuff. <laughs> well, I'm on Facebook. You can find me on Facebook under Bryant's Tax Dot Logistics. Bryant's Tax Dot Logistics. I'm on Instagram under Bryant's Tax. No, Bryant's underscore Tax. I got so much stuff. I got to kind of remember <laughs> Bryant's underscore Tax. Okay, I'm also on Twitter under Bryant's Tax. My website is www.bryantstaxlogistics.com. And you can also email me at info at bryantstaxlogistics.com. Awesome, awesome. And your YouTube and channel. YouTube, YouTube channel, Bryant's Tax Logistics. So if you type in Bryant's Tax anywhere, I'll pop up all over the place. All <laughs> over the internet. See what I tell y'all. You know, true <laughs> business owners, you what you scared for? Why you got private pages and all this stuff? No. You're a business owner. You got to be out there, baby. Yeah, it's business. all over. All you got to do is type in and boom, 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 boom. She just gonna and you got to brand yourself. You know, I can go somewhere. Right. I went, it felt so good. I went to get my own concert. And the guy was like, this older man, and he was on Instagram. He was like, oh, I follow you. He kept standing me. I was this man standing. I had my mask on, so he couldn't even see me. I had my mask on. I was like, oh, this man keeps standing at me. I said, you're a fresh old man, huh? And then... He was like, I recognize you from Instagram. I love you on Instagram. I'm like, what? That's the old kid now. Look at you. They turned into a celebrity on the low. Look at you. Okay. All right, Ms. Michelle. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Um, doing this interview with you. I've got to bring you back on yeah. probably after tax season so you can tell us some mm -hmm. stories that you've been through during tax season. Yeah. Okay. If you guys are looking for a bookkeeper or if you guys are looking for somebody to prepare your taxes, Michelle Bryant is your girl, okay? And we are going to close this podcast out. Until next time, you guys. Tenacity Academy is empowering cleaning business owners all around the world. So stay tuned in.